Hello, hello, folks. Welcome again here to another edition of Mind of Magnus on 106.3 WRFZ LP Roger, Roger Free Radio. And as I always say, people always harass me about that the cool kids are listening into my show on RochesterFreeRadio.com. Uh, check it out. You can find us there. It's always a great way in case the wind knocks our tower out. You never know how the weather is going to be in Rochester. Um, and uh, actually, some cool kids uh, let me know they're actually listening on their Android phone. You can download the uh, Roster Free Radio app on their Android uh, devices in the store. Uh, there's not one. People wrote me last week asking there's not an iOS app. But I just say check us out, RosterFreeRadio.com. Hear us there. But again, this is the Mind of Magnus on Roster Free Radio. I am the host, Magnus. Um, I got to give a shout out right now. Let people know this show is made possible by the lovely folks at AirRecRadio.com. Uh, Corey and Stacy are some two super awesome guys I enjoy listening to their show uh, they their show can be found here on uh, rock free radio Tuesdays and Fridays at uh, I believe 4 p.m. and uh, you can listen to their old stuff their old podcast you can listen to all their fun things and their non radio friendly stories words everything else on rock free uh, on airwreckradio.com and uh, pretty much those guys I cannot uh, cannot give enough praise for a very fun show uh, I'll probably reference him again tonight as uh, this, this show goes on um, because uh, I just got to give a thank you to uh, a few people as well before I get into the topics here. But I want to give a shout out to the Patreon supporters for Roger Free Radio. Uh, you guys have been uh, just wonderful. I, I can't thank you enough for being so supportive of Roger Free Radio. This is a station made of love and trying to make a big difference in the city here. And it is only made possible by those talented folks that put their money forward. Uh, if you're not a Patreon supporter, uh, you don't know what Patreon is, you can just go to patreon.com uh, or go to Roster Free Radio and click on the Patreon button on the side. I think it's an orange one. And uh, download a few dollars uh, or send us a few dollars a month. It's all we ask, little things like that. And uh, as I always promise, if you guys do, let me know. Send me a picture. Let me know what's happening. I will send you a thank you as that. So thanks to those folks for being uh, supporters here on uh, Roster Free Radio. We could not do it without you. So... Uh, as I was mentioning just literally a moment ago, uh, Air Rec Radio guys, there's Corey and Stacy, and uh, check them out because the reason I enjoy it, they have a, a wonderful banter behind you know between them. Uh, they were on my show a couple months ago, and um, as I even mentioned on the air, listening to them chat uh, and watching them interact, it was wonderful to watch people that have been working together on radio for for it seems like years, I think, uh, and just how they're they're. The, the, the mannerisms and just their body language conveys you know ideas without having to speak it because obviously their mouths are otherwise occupied uh, and it's, it's things like that, that that I notice things that I really enjoy and love um, and the reason is is because I myself am a radio fanatic I, I enjoy radio I am one of those kids that didn't listen to a whole lot of music growing up I was a guy listening to talk radio I know it's hard to imagine a weird goofy kid redheaded kid don't picture that too much me with red hair but uh, the I, I would spend and I was a night owl I was a person listening to the radio from the get-go from the the moment you turn turn the car on be driving is a high schooler in I would be listening to talk radio uh, since I never slept at night, I'd find myself drifting off listening to Coast to Coast AM. Probably one of the reasons why I have such weird hobbies and, and <laughs> interesting friends as I get become an adult. Um, but I just truly fell in love with talk radio and sharing, uh, just listening to people tell their stories and that. And um, as I continue on, podcasting became a huge thing, which is just a wonderful uh, a, a 
component to you know humanity today. We have talk radio, we have podcasts. There's so many talented people just giving their own voices and just helping spread their the the amazing human condition which we currently find ourselves in. So this is the how I am. I'm a person that just has a just enjoys radio, enjoys sharing conversations with people. And um, now, fast forward, I was offered to do the radio show here, and I was honored. I was it was the inaugural show for for Roger Free Radio. I don't know why they chose me, but I guess they they thought I could ramble on just fine. So I remember sitting here on that Monday night, first nearly two years ago now, uh, and we had a string of people coming in, talking, interviewing their shows, and. Sure enough, the next up is like, and now here's the first show of the uh, Roger Free Radio, Mind of Magnus. And I pop on here, and it has been a fun ride. I've enjoyed myself. I have been fortunate enough to have some of the best guests that the city offers. And it's thanks to you people as well. I, the, my lovely listeners, half of my show came from people I just happen to know, people that were just cool individuals I've crossed paths with over the years. And uh, the other half come from... I, listeners like you guys, you guys message in. You find me on Twitter at Magnus Apollo or send an email into mindofmagnus at gmail.com and you let me know that you have a concept, you want to share an idea, something worth, an idea worth spreading, not to steal Ted's, you know, ideas there. But um, I have had two years of just an amazing radio show. Now, thing is, I've always wanted more for it. I've always been a person that wanted to have a just there's something I couldn't ever put my finger on it. And at first I thought it was oh, they have more, maybe a theme song or something else. And it just didn't seem to strike me as how my, my life kind of worked. We may have one down the road. Who knows? People have been sending in some ideas, but I, I've had group chats and stuff. I've had artists that have come on. We've had themes with multiple people, people on the show. And while I enjoyed it, it has been, it's been a great experience. I'm it's not negative at all, but I always wanted something a little bit more. And last week, I think I had a little bit of a glimmer of it, and I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, now, last week, we had two wonderful guests on, and uh, maybe it was the magic of Maximo Suave. His, his, the, the charm and smile could have been the thing that happened on there. But in truth, aside from those two voices you heard on there, there was a fourth voice, uh, myself, two wrestlers, and uh, a guy who is as excited to be on the show as I am, and it was a nice spark that I felt. And it was, that's the thing. That, that's what I was realized I was missing. I wanted a little cohort in crime here. I wanted someone to to share this experience with. And, you know, this whole week I've been kind of processing it, been thinking about how uh, when I'm listening to radio in the morning, I, I enjoy good, you know, talk radio here and there that in the morning times. Uh, and there's a personality, there's a spark, there's people sharing their their. The, the very being of themselves and that's fine with having one person do it but when you have multiple people on on the show you become uh, there's a banter that evolves there is a personality that comes out and like I was mentioning before with air rec radio with Corey and Stacy seeing them work and watching them come together it's been a, a just an enjoyable time to see just a, let alone partake in uh, and that's why last week uh, my guests were excited to have to chat along with was Matt Austin was my co-host for last week and I had so much fun. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm probably coughing off and on, by the way, tonight, too. I apologize now. Um, I had so much fun that I, I wanted to have it happen again. And uh, instead of having a guest on to have you guys slowly learn who Matt Austin is, uh, I wanted you guys just to get right into it. I wanted to, uh, you know, all five of my listeners out there, I want people to, to learn 
this this great guy that I've I've been fortunate to know in my life the past couple of years, um, and just one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, plus, he has a great great speaking voice, and uh, much like me, a great face for radio. I think too, right? Not to be insultive too much, but tonight I'm just going to have uh, this is a match show. We're actually going to have and talk to my new co-host for Mind of Magnus is actually uh, Matt Austin. So Matt, thank you for coming in again tonight. Hi, I'm Matt, and uh, in tribute to one of my favorite podcasts, this is the sound of my voice. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, one thing I didn't know about you, Magnus, is that you were another radio nerd growing up, mm-hmm. um, and that was totally me. I-, I was the same kid sitting under his blankets listening to AM radio. I listened nice. to. Did you ever listen to Bruce Williams? I do. I did, uh, but they. Actually, I grew up down in West like West Bloomfield, I yeah. think, and certain stations would come and go, uh, and. <sighs> I do remember listening to it younger. Uh, explain more, though. I, I, so I, th- this is the best part about Bruce Williams is that he was an elderly gentleman at the time. This is uh, uh, 25 years ago now. He was an elderly gentleman at the time, and he did a f- personal finance show. That's the name. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Continue on. Yes. <clears throat> and he was on, oh, gosh, it was like 9 to 11 at night uh, on the AM channel and here I am like 11 year old kid laying in bed (laughs) listening to this personal finance show I don't know why I will tell you this it did nothing for me as far as my personal finances are concerned but I I mean you're wearing gold rings and the the bling that's just you naturally (laughs) I'm just dripping in diamonds yeah him and Dr. Dita Dell so my my personal finances are all locked up and I know exactly what that ward is oh that's amazing I'm a person like I'm not a huge car guy but I used to listen to car talk on, on the mornings and uh, that sort of thing. It just there's a component to radio that I just I'm hooked to. Like I was growing up as a kid, radio was on. I come home, tune it in, had a Walkman on, listening to people think I'm listening to like you know grunge or something else at that age. No, no, I was listening to whatever was on like 1180 or 1280, one of those stations that we broadcast out there still talking. So, mind you, I was a little nervous because a little bit of a uh, uh, heavy Republican esque sound of things as a kid. So luckily, I survived that and made it to the city. So. I was the same kid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I remember vividly it, it, driving around with my mom delivering the afternoon paper. I was a Times Union paper boy when I was like 14. Wow. Right? Times Union, right? Times Union. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was fascinated by Rush Limbaugh. Just not politically. No, no, no. I, I knew there was something weird. Not not to sell myself out. I am a gigantic bleeding heart liberal like on the, the political spectrum, I am to the furthest left. And, and <laughs> if you look at the political spectrum, I'm like anarcho-syndicalist. Like, yeah. So, yeah. But he's an amazing radio talent, which oh, is yeah. why he's done what he's done, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, my poor mother was subjected to every day, Monday through Friday, for an hour listening to terrible Rush Limbaugh. Oh, but at the same time, 1280, there were all those great mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, shock jockey kind of guys yeah yeah there was definitely a bunch of them and i had growing up my mom used to drive us home from school and uh she was you know driving we we went to school in another town that's how rural my my neighborhood was we had there was no no school in the township i lived in we had to drive to a whole another town for this and um we of all things there's there was that sort of you know music i remember distinctly as a kid when he would yell the word feminazi and I found it to be funny. Like, I, I understand now what he was yelling and why I should have been more concerned, but he just, there was a, a like, he has an, an energy about him in all the probably good and bad ways. But it was definitely amazing to listen to a man who seems like he's by himself in that studio. I, I, and oh, yeah. he, was, he was emoting at a level. I was like, this, this is really crazy. This is amazing to encounter. So, if you really want to nerd out, I, I will tell you always. this. Um, 
somewhere online you can find a tape of him as a morning zoo DJ. Oh my God, really? He, he went by the name Jeff Christie, which is kind of like finding that Larry the Cable Guy thing where he's doing stand-up at like whatever <laughs> yes. it was, Caroline's or whatever, and he's standing in front of the brick wall doing the same joke with no accent. <laughs> same thing with Rush same Limbaugh <laughs> as Jeff Christie. He's doing the exact same show, but instead of bizarro Republican talking points, he was introducing Bee Gees records. Oh my God, I did not realize yeah. this. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's the genesis of, of Rush Limbaugh. He was a morning zoo guy that figured out how to, you know... Hook wow. himself up to a, a much larger wagon. Uh, I guess in the in the random weird Republican esque DJs out there, that's not a bad way to go. Versus like say Alex Jones, who was lizard people on. <laughs> so I'm always I'm happy I went I went the route the route I have gone because I was totally like a coast to coast AM late night listener calling you know, and uh, and then Alex Jones I, that's where his name came from, and then suddenly he's like. People talking about him in serious tones, like in the news. I was like, "What? Where am I? What bizarre world am I?" So, so my yeah. my favorite Alex Jones conspiracy theory is that he's actually Bill Hicks. <laughs> have you seen that? No, I have not. Oh my is God. that Alex Jones is Alex Jones is actually Bill Hicks's version of Tony Clifton, like oh the the, the Andy yes. Kaufman yes, character. Yes, yes, yes. So Hicks died, and then we've got because allegedly that dude's like forty three years old. And if he's 43 oh, years old, I'm 17. <laughs> maybe it's all those stuff he sells. He does have those like random ointments he's got to rub on. So maybe they do work in the exact wrong way. It, maybe he's like the Dorian Gray painting in the attic of someone else. That could be like he's... Everybody else that buys those ointments gets younger. Gets younger, yeah. That's he gets right. older. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's where he... he, he yeah. It's great business for him. It, like, it's you know good for marketing, not, not good for him. Hopefully he's making some cash on it down there. Um, but yeah, that's amazing to find out I, I'm not alone in my weird radio love as a teenager and kid. Um, yeah, I didn't realize what, like, I, I never scanned the radio station until I started realizing that there was more than just music on there. Because I always put like kind of a seek here and there, and then I suddenly realized AM is not just, you know, my dad's old, old music from the <laughs> 50s. There actually are some people talking on there. And uh, and now, I mean, you've got me on a bunch of different podcasts I love, and it's, it's a podcast world. It says two guys sitting on the radio broadcasting out there. but <laughs> And online. Yeah, online, yeah. There's an favorite. Android app, I heard tell. Ah, there is somewhere on there. There's an Android app. We're trying to convince a guy to do an iOS app, but since Roger Free Radio is all, you know, uh, nice people donating their time and energy, we have to wait for the nice time and energy guy from the iOS to help out there. Um, but... Uh, now, you are, being a, uh, a radio and podcast sort of guy, uh, are you a person that still, to this day, like, you know, have tuning into podcasts and... Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I, I just had to clear my, my podcast role again, because um, I had way too many of them. <laughs> um, but my my favorites right now, I, pretty much anything that the McElroy brothers put out is genius. I know I've tried is, to get you on that boat. I have. I, they're um, on my download list. I have not listened to them yet. They're my brother, my brother and I. Is that the one? My brother, my brother and me. And, and then me. The Adventure Zone, which the Adventure is Zone. The Adventure Zone. I highly recommend to anybody who enjoys storytelling mm -hmm. uh, because it's the McElroy brothers and their dad doing a D&D &D arc. So they're sitting at home playing D&D. &D, really? And the storyteller Griffin, the youngest brother goes and he pretty much writes this entire arc and the storytelling is beautiful. He scores his own music for it. Wow. Um, yeah, he does all sorts of different character voices. It's mind blowing. Um, yeah, it's, it, I highly recommend that there's a lot of it out there. Mm -hmm. I want to say there's 
120, 140 episodes of it. Now you had, man, another D&D one. I was listening to Harmontown had their, yeah. you know, and actually there's the segments of only the D&D stuff, which I got to say, I've, I was listening to way more D&D centric podcast then I don't I don't even play that much D&D like I mean you were the GM I was playing yeah. DM I was playing and I, we haven't played that in forever so thus you should know how little amount I actually play so um uh now but like I said this is the uh, get to know Matt episode and I'm super honored to have you on this show I I like like I said it is uh, being uh, on this radio show has been just an amazing thing for me. I love it. I love giving a chance to share people's, you know, what they're excited about, their news, events. Uh, we had people that showed up for a charity event that was two, week, two three weeks ago. We had uh, Guy Farley um, was on, and he has Farley friends, and he does charity event. And we had a bunch of people from the show said they went there just because they heard about it. And I got some thank yous from people that were want to support. So I like hearing that somehow me rambling into this microphone has somehow raised money for an African, uh, um, I believe it was an orphanage in Africa, raised money for it. So there was money from Roger Free Radio and Mind of Magnus listeners helping out a country that I will probably never visit in my life. So that's amazing. Yeah. So I think that's pretty darn cool. But for there sure. is a little bit I'm missing in there. And that's the the fun banter and excitement and just having a like-minded goofball here with me on the show. <laughs> and last week is I realized that we're sitting here and reminded those two guests were the perfect way to get involved. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, Maximo was a funny, funny guy. We, we chatted with him for how long after the show, too. <laughs> That's what I was saying after we left. And we we're like, well, we easily could have done another hour because we sat in the other room and did another hour with those guys. <laughs> exactly. They were phenomenal. Uh, and my thought is maybe, as people have been asking me, maybe do a podcast version of this, which we you can find the previous episodes of this, by the way, those who are listening in to the show. You can listen to it on archive.org. Um, the talented folks here at Roger Free Radio actually go back and actually log it away for everyone. So that was my nefarious plot for this show. I wanted to have everyone have a chance to explain their Roger experience and then have it archived somewhere else without me handling it. And uh, so in years from now, down the future, people can go back and like maybe listen to the, vo the voice of someone they saw in a photo or something else. But it's a great idea. And it's a perfect document of this day and age in Rochester. Oh, yeah, yeah. If anything, the city feels like it's in the middle of a resurgence. So it's it's pretty cool to, to I feel, document it. I definitely feel that. I've, I've been impressed with Rochester since I moved here forever ago. I mean, almost 20 years ago now. That's how long I've been here. And it's scary to say that now. I just realized I just <laughs> processing those numbers in my head. I'm like, yeah, there's multiple decades under my belt. Um, but this city always feels like it has a potential to do a resurgence. And the best thing is it seems like we're not dependent on federal level craziness or other parts of the city. Like we seem to do our do well, even when the near, when the state around us is not doing well. So like you said, I, I wanted a chance to share the, the, you know, Roger experience and only in people's words, the only way we can do it. I can't tell someone's story as well as they can tell their story. So, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, side note: people are already messaging in. Uh, we may actually have a uh, as the show kind of goes crazy. We may have another guest coming on actually to oh, halfway awesome. through the show as well. Um, those who are listening in here, we're going to have. Uh, oops. So actually, let me let me back up before I get the proper information before I say the names here. I want to make sure. But uh, uh, Judah and Uncle Slosh, they from the Rock the Rock show here. Judah will be on the show about halfway through whenever he comes on in. Uh, he is going to be hosting tomorrow night's the show, and the band's name is 
is it Dokken? Dokken, I believe. Yeah. I've, I, I've, it's one, some of the things I've only seen written down. Uh, but Dokken's going to be a show tomorrow night. And uh, so Judah wants to come on and talk about it and talk it up a little bit. So, um, but uh, show, the concert, and the fact that Rochester Free Radio will be represented there. So uh, he'll be on the show a little bit later, too. So who would have guessed it? Even when we didn't plan to have a guest, guests want to come on the show. Magic so. happens when you and I are together. It does. I totally agree. And that's why I'm hoping this will keep on flowing through here, too. Um, so we'll have uh, even more guests later on, too, in the show. But uh, I just got messages now in the background. Uh, side note, people are asking me if uh, I have trivia. And as you, I know I mentioned last week, uh, this show always has some sort of random bit of trivia. Uh, and uh, this is a bit of trivia. We decided to keep it a little simple tonight if people can, can remember a certain number. Uh, the trivia for tonight is actually a, a straightforward question. Without Googling the answer, uh, do you know how many people Arthur Shawcross killed in the 80s? Without without Googling the number, do you know? Not off the top of my head. I just watched that documentary on Netflix, too. That's what a lot of people are watching the documentaries on. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> what was it? The, um, what's the call of that one? The the Is documentary. It, uh, well, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. I, it, it, it was, in it was specific to Shawcross. I don't know if he was involved in, in what was it, Mindhunters, too? Yeah, there's Is supposedly on there. I don't know if it's true or not, but, but that's right. Yeah, there, there was another one that was done by, like I want to say, like Australian TV. Nice. That was on there a couple months ago. That was kind of interesting and, and odd because I grew up in Spencerport. So I was like, oh, look, that's where we used to go sledding. That's, <laughs> I, I didn't realize until now. And ooh, OK. There, oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yes, without Googling it, I'm not going to give anyone multiple choice answers because uh, I will give you it's under 400. How's that? that help <laughs> <at all. laughs> uh, whatever the, the worst. I actually was trying to think what the worst serial killer we had in America, but I couldn't think right now what the highest number would have been. But you have uh, the, the trivia tonight is a simple one. Uh, without Googling, how many victims were there of Arthur Shawcross? So uh, you have all night to answer. We have, uh, <coughs> and of course, you get to you so, get to win too if there's no guest on. We'll, oh man, we'll, we'll have Judah. Uh, we'll have him uh, uh, jump on if he uh, um, can uh, answer that question too. We'll be able to give him a winner. So speaking but. of trivia, by the way, I did fact check myself. We were talking before we got on the air because we were talking about Dokken, Oddly enough, hmm. um, and, and I. It turns out, yes, they did do the theme to Night- Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Oh, my God. That's a great pull. So, yeah. I, I'm kind of <laughs> proud of myself for remembering that. That's what, you're, I'm more impressed by your brain, sir. <laughs> so, actually, speaking of this, I just have another uh, uh, correction. I always like to have my facts true. I, I will never want to give the wrong information on a fact. But speaking of Farley's show, I just realized that we actually had a, uh, a misfact on, we had a trivia question of how much money... Uh, George Eastman gave in his lifetime. Now, do you know how much money he gave in his lifetime? I don't. Okay, so the question is, he gave uh, $100 million in that era of time. $100 million. So a person let me know, they wrote in, they're like, I think you're wrong on these facts, the numbers. Yeah, he gave $100 million, it'd be $27 billion with a B, the estimated cash today of what George Eastman gave back then. I was going to say, that's that's almost the country's economy. That, yeah, almost the country's economy that insane. man gave. So I want to thank, uh, uh, it was Jason, I believe, that wrote in, uh, one of the listeners that wrote in, just 
I have some great listeners that definitely fact check me, but they he was listening to the Friday show and let me know as I was sitting at work because the show gets rebroadcast on Fridays, yeah. and I got a sudden message. He's like, "Listen to the show right now," but I think your numbers are wrong. And I was like, "Of course, I'm. It's a time capsule. I can't change it right now." So I went thank Jason and let people know that George Eastman, the founder of Kodak, gave the equivalent of twenty seven billion dollars in his lifetime to this city. And the surroundings, other other universities he gave money to, and that. So to show you what type of people we have in this city, it's pretty impressive. So that is impressive. Yeah. So hundred million dollars. Thanks to uh, uh, Jason for letting let me know. Yeah. Shout out to Jason. Good <laughs> yeah. math on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually so Farley was actually an economist. He uh, he does uh, investing and stuff. My previous guest guest I had on, and he figured out the math when I said like uh, say one million dollars. He's like, well, that's and he figured out the rule seventy two, whatever it is for economy, yeah, and uh, he figured out the math on the fly how much would have been just a quick equation. I'm like, well. That's handy to know. So it was remar- remarkable to have a man who was that quick on math sitting in front of me. I was like, oh, God, no wonder I ha- I'm not as wealthy as you are, sir. You know, helping his, his, like, he's a man having his great charity helping people out. And I'm like, well, here, here's me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Meanwhile, so. you and I are like taking 25 minutes and the, the waiters rolling our, our eyes when we're trying to figure out tips. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank goodness I have an app on my phone now to do that sort of thing. Uh-huh. So getting back to the world of Matt, you were in Spencerport. Uh, you survived Shawcross's uh, advances. Yep. Maybe who knows? But. I was not in his target demo. <laughs> exactly. Um, Luckily. Yeah. So I grew up in Spencerport listening to AM radio under the blankets. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I... Uh, did radio for a little bit at WGMC for like to, to steal from Randy Savage for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to school at Fredonia for radio. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So that was pretty cool. I, I kind of fell in with the, the punk rock kids when I was in, in college. So it was a lot of radio and setting up DIY shows and stuff like that. <laughs> That's good. Right? Good skill set to have. Uh, as a guy who moved to Rochester, I became a punk kid when I, when I moved to Rochester. So I appreciate a good punk beginnings. It helps a lot. So. You learn so much. It's unreal. You don't really think of that. But yeah, I mean, there was the one show we set up at the uh, the Comfort Inn in Dunkirk, New York, if you've oh ever been. Um, yeah. And there was some crowd surfing going on. And there was someone who, who used to be involved in, in the punk rock scene here in Rochester that was crowd surfing on three people yeah. um, and kicked out a couple of the drop ceiling tiles oh, no. and cracked them in half. So we learned how you pay a deposit <laughs> um, and how you don't get your deposit back. Mm. Uh, that was a good show. Nice. Um, wow. But, you know, stuff like that that you learn, you know, just kind of on the seat of your pants. Yeah. Life lessons. Uh-huh. Life lessons. Exactly. So you were in uh, for Dirty. Now you went to school for radio? What was your focus? I did. Yeah. I was in school for radio production. Um, so I, I was in class to learn how to do it right and then on the air to learn how to do it wrong. <laughs> um, we did a lot of, uh, our show was overnights. It was kind of the, the idea of trying to do like a morning zoo show, but from midnight to 3 a.m., mm. uh, which, yeah, it's great because nobody is listening, so you can do a lot of dumb stuff. Nice. It was also on cable-injected radio. Um, yeah, because this is, this is an interesting piece of technology. So apparently, we didn't realize this was a thing that would work, but the only way you could get it was if you took a wire hanger from the cable outlet in your dorm room and ran it to your radio station. Oh, my God. <laughs> hooked it up to the antenna hookup <laughs> on the back. So, yeah, you were joking before about five people listening. Dude, if we got that, that was like the number one rated show in Fredonia. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it was It was something. So, yeah, that, we were talking about um, using a delay and stuff like that. I tried to do that once. Um, 
using a, a Dr. Dre song, and I'm shocked and appalled that I didn't get thrown off the air and never allowed on the radio again. <laughs> so I'm lucky to be here tonight and that the FCC hasn't come to get me. Well, but the, the night's young. We never know what's going to happen next. So so <laughs> if you kicked out, I'll go with you. So, um, uh, But... <laughs> Excuse me. If uh, now I give out my Twitter handle for every show, uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter. If you want to know it, are you a person? You're on Twitter because we had a little bit of a discussion tonight about uh, the the lovely college town slash possible ghost town of, of happening here in Rochester. Now, are do you, do you, is yours open? Is your Twitter yeah, open? Absolutely. If anybody wants to tweet me, it's uh, Matt Obscure O B S C U R E. I am a master of weird facts, as I'm sure you'll find out as time goes on. One more reason why I love this guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> as evidenced by the Dokken thing from Nightmare on Elm Street three. So yeah. Um, so we have. Uh, uh, you, so people can message along if people want to tw- tweet at any point in time for one of us. You can do that as well. Yeah, please do. Um, so uh, so and uh, <laughs> excuse me, I'm just getting over cold. If I cough again, I, I I was over cold and then decided to clean the basement out with the girlfriend. We have an apartment in there and. Uh, I've got to double check and make sure she's still alive. It was some pretty scary Rochester dust down there, which is, you know, years of Kodak spray in the air settling down and things. So, Ugh. but if I cough, please excuse me. So, oh, yeah, dust motes and, and bits of skin and bone. Yeah, that's that's the good stuff to breathe in. Yeah, we actually found uh, there was a rat skeleton <laughs> underneath one of the things. Like, we, so we have a big skull and everything else. It was definitely metal down there for a bit. It seemed like there was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, there was literally metal screens put over certain like where the plumbing's coming through, not just taped off, but wire mesh like it's some sort of horror movie should be climbing out the hole at me. So we got a little nervous there, we, but we nice. survived it, I guess. I mean, the moment we don't know. I hope the girlfriend's not home. Uh, you know, passed out. She might else. be wheezing just a little bit, but that's kind of par for the course when you clean out a basement, right? <laughs> yeah, especially around here. Um, so you are in Fredonia. You are playing punk rock. You are living the uh, the the late night radio rock star lifestyle. I imagine all the ramen you can eat. I Pretty guess. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, grilled cheese sandwiches cooked on on clothes irons. Oh, nice. Yeah. My, you should just get a George Foreman. Well, like when George Foreman came out, his joke. It was just work. after. Just it was, after. Yeah, oh, that, okay. that's why we had to use the iron because the George Foreman wasn't there yet. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. My roommate didn't quite figure out the trick of putting foil on the iron. Mm. So it was just a very buttery iron. <laughs> you do your suit and it just had these swats on there. That, that's why I had to be punk rock. It was kind of, yeah. <laughs> Out of necessity. Pure walk, necessity. Walk around covered in butter and smelling like, yeah, you had to be kind of punk. Had to be punk rock or a chef, one of the two. Exactly. Um, now, you are sitting in Fredonia, punk rock, and everything else. What is, what brings you to this side of the world? I mean, you were, so from Spencerport and stuff, do you just get pulled back this way? So, or? Yeah, exactly. I, I finished up at, at Fredonia. Um, so I, I went into radio about the same time that Napster came out, mm. um, which, uh, it, for those of you that don't remember Napster, that's why there's no music business anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and... <laughs> And radio is a little smaller than it was, at least music radio. Um, so I came back, and, and music radio wasn't really a, a, a viable career option at that point. So I just came back and and got a job here, and just kind of found my way through to do some creative things outside of work. Nice. So, now yeah. I've heard you uh, play at some other stations. We don't give their names out now, but I mean, the yeah. past year or two, I, you were doing some radio spots here and there. Yeah, I, I was at another place across town for, again, a cup of coffee. I never stay long, so I, ho- I hope I can stick a little longer <laughs> here. So far, but, you're doing great. I'm not yeah. kicking you out yet, so cool. I worry about me scaring you away. That's how it works. Nah. So. It, that was just a matter of timing. It was... 
I got the the radio gig at the same time I got a new job and the shifts didn't work out. So, oh, gotcha. so I had to bail. So I'm very, very happy to be back on the radio and, and doing what I really love. Nice. Well, I'm very happy to have you. Like I said, and, last week was nice to have someone... We were sitting there laughing with the guests. I mean, mind you, you you were a West wrestling uh, nut, so you knew what to talk about and stuff. But I can see that there's a glimmer there that I had a, I had fun doing it, and I was happy. Like I was just generally like, you know what, this is right. And, and I found myself when I feel that there is a kind of a good click, just to go for it. And uh, why waste time? I mean, especially we have a, we have Biff Tannen for president now, so we have to <laughs> move where we can. Who knows what's going to happen yeah, next? Exactly. Find the happiness and joy in life where you can, right? Exactly. The George said on, as, as, on his way out, you know, I just like the stuff I like. <laughs> and that is such a brilliant thing, especially in 2017, to just say that out loud. I just like the stuff I like. If we all just <laughs> owned up to that and said, I just like the stuff I like. Yes. How exactly. much happier would the world be? Oh, my God, totally. Yeah. If he, I, I enjoy George. Like, I want to get here earlier sometimes. I'm always late for work. But I like he is super excited about being on the show. Uh, if you guys actually want to listen more about it, the, the show before on Monday night is uh, theme on. And George picks very specific themes and this writes this whole hour long process of what it is. And he had a show once, and I to this day I always remember. I, I used to listen on the way in and try to guess his theme. And one day I came in and I'm just talking. I'm looking at. Him, I'm like, I I have no idea. They were just all over the board. And I'm like, is it the chorus? Is it this? Is it that? And finally he's like, No, no, no. It's uh, shows my mom has seen live. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, You are my new friend. I love you, George. <laughs> but yeah, he's a he's, yeah he's a great guy. I listen to and he plays in some awesome songs for the beginning of my Monday night shows. Um, but yeah, he's his pearls of wisdoms are great. Sometimes we're walking out the thing, walking out the door, and he'll just say something, and it's just like these little like you know fortune cookie sort of perfect little things. And I'll be focusing somewhere else, and it'll take me a, a good ten seconds to realize what he said as he's already gone. I'm like George, come back. That was that was great. Those little pearls of wisdom. So it was amazing. What a way to leave a room. I just like the stuff I like. like <laughs> I like you, man. That's great. Embrace oh. what you love. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you seem pretty good at embracing what you love. You're a uh, You've always seemed to be unabashedly yourself, which is why I love you, you know, having you as a friend and stuff. And you definitely, you, all your quirks, you're not only just you like them so much, but you want to share them. I have comic books that you let me borrow that I went down a whole path of new, new story arcs. <laughs> would never have guessed. So, <laughs> but you seem to be instilling this. Uh, so a, as you're living here in Rochester, you're also your family man as well. I am. Uh, very adorable family, by the way. As, uh, I saw an illustration of your adorable family for Christmas, too. Yeah. Which it, is amazing. It, we were really, really lucky and excited. Um, there's a webcomic called How Baby, um, which I heartily recommend if you're a parent. Even if you're not, it's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. um, and the artist for How Baby opened up a... Uh, a call for commissions and my wife uh, decided that that's what we were going to do for Christmas cards this year. Uh, so it's my wife, my son, who's two and a half and we have two Shih Tzus, mm -hmm. Clark and Perry, who uh, they are the most like Laurel and Hardy <laughs> dogs I've ever seen. <laughs> Very much so. I, that's accurate. I didn't expect to have that perfect description of those two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've lived with them for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, she put together this really brilliant illustration of our family and I'll make sure I tweet it out after the show if you want to see it mm -hmm. um, and and Lindsay the artist is brilliant at what she does and, and we love it to death and, and she's phenomenal so again again the name of the webcomic is how baby um, check it out it's great all right so it, you and your uh, a lovely wife like you said you both 
enjoy nerding out. You enjoy, you like the stuff you like, and oh, it, yeah. it's apparent. Like when you go to your house, you can see the wall of awesome art they have, and the books and movies, and just your general excitement about things. It's 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 infectious to be around you guys with things you like. Now, you're a little guy. You're saying, how old is, is Milo now? He's two and a half. Not to give names out. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's all right. Um, but uh, he is super excited. Uh, you guys, being a father in Rochester, seems like it has a lot of good things going for it. We have Strong. We have... So much great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Strong is the leader in awesome stuff. Um, but we were just there on Saturday and had such a blast. It's been fun because we've had a, a membership. We were lucky enough to get a membership um, when he was really little. So he's kind of grown up in the museum, more or less. That's uh, nice. <coughs> pardon me. I've got that same cold Magnus does. Apparently, I'm just spreading it around. It's horribleness. Um, but yeah, so he went from you know playing around in little baby area to now he was full on crawling around doing all the Ninja Turtles stuff like shooting pizzas out of the pizza shooter, which if you haven't seen the Ninja Turtle thing yet, it's great. It's I've heard, I've heard great things. I have not oh. checked it out yet. I <coughs> Great, the cross coming back and forth. We're like a bad game of volleyball here. Um, <laughs> this is radio magic. Yeah, exactly. We're just loving it right now. Oh, we lost. We have four listeners now. Um, and uh, yeah, I am happy to be there. It, when when uh, was it Eric Wheeler? I, he set up the, um, the arcade uh, aspect of it. Mm-hmm. it I, I had missed out on on the museum for a while. And then he the the arcade history, the when it first opened up, I was there. He gave a TED talk here in Rochester and I was helping oh, out cool. the TED and, and he was presenting it and stuff. And uh, I went to the museum. Hung around. All of a sudden, I walked back through it and be like, "Hey, this is this is a really cool museum." And from that point on, like I we've I've done art shows there, everything wherever I can to help out with that group. So, it's such an amazing story that the difference between what that museum was when when we were kids to where it is now. I mean, thinking about where it was when when we were kids, it was kind of that. Um, the, the creepy doll museum. I, I don't want to throw that phrase out there, but it was it was very much like. Yeah, it was an antique. St- uh, collection of things. Yeah. I don't remember it as a kid. I mean, I was there. I know I had to have been there, um, but I don't remember it. And if I had encountered that museum now, strong, how strong it is now as a kid, oh my God, I would remember it, but I'd be there. I'd be asking to go all the time. That's it. I would never want to leave. And that's kind of the way that the kid is too. We get him there and it's... <laughs> we have to wait and go late enough in the day where they have the, the parade at the end of the day to get him out. Hmm. You know, it's that kind of thing, which it's great that they do that. I, I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, they come around with the, the maracas and everything and have the kids play themselves out the door. And they just I did not know this. I'm actually learning something right yeah, now. It's the best. So they collect the maracas at the door. So the kids all go. They start back in like the, the Berenstain Bears area mm-hmm. and walk right through. And all the kids have their noisemakers and they collect the noisemakers and just push them right out the door. <laughs> That's genius. <It's> genius. <laughs> oh, Rochester, you never let me down. Um so uh, I, I am happy to have you on the show. It seems like you're uh, you're hopefully want to come back again. I didn't scare you away so far. No, so. It, as long as you're happy having me, I'm yeah, happy to be here. Well, I'm good. I want to get you on the air to say that. So I always help hold it over you. That's <laughs> it's my, on tape. It's now. on tape now. It's on whatever they have equivalent of tape on digital file. It's I mean, all ones and zeros. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, so actually, we will be having our guest on. Uh, Ryan Judah will be joining us momentarily. I think he's on his way up here now. Oh, great. Um, but uh, we we'll get a chance to do more interviewing, folks. But uh, so uh, sad note, I though we heard our boys from last week didn't end up. Uh, um, I didn't end up getting on there. So. <laughs> uh, 
so hopefully we can come in. We never know. There's there's some a lot of locks to get between here and there. It's like the, a bank vault to get between in the door. So um, just saw a very forlorn man looking through yeah, the window. Yeah, that's actually our guest. So yeah. he's supposed to be forlorn inside the studio. That's how it works here. So. Um, you may have to unlock the door. You may have to okay. go save the yeah. day for him. I'll go do that. Um, but uh, so if you guys are listening, uh, our guest tonight is going to be Brian Judah. And uh, Judah is a uh, hoster actually here on Rochester Free Radio. Uh, he's filled in a bunch of different times for uh, Dave of the evening from uh, from theme uh, from no format. Excuse me. Uh, he does Rock the Rock. Uh, I think it's uh, with uh, Judah and Uncle Slosh is the name. And <coughs> so. I love always like having the disc jockeys on, and uh, as I said tonight here, we have Matt joining me tonight, so it's been fun radio. So come on in, yeah, sit over in there, Be- behind glass, it's safer for all of us, we figured, right? Pick a color you like, sir, pick a color you like. So, Judah is here, yay, can you hear me? Ooh, ooh, I think I hear you. Hello? There you are, sir, there you are. Let me hear you guys. Can you, can you hear me? Tekken, Tekken? Oh, technology. We love how to do it. Thank you, Matt, for letting us in. Another great guy for having us. There you go. I can hear it all. You can hear us. Look at this. See, technology does work. That's the reason I love our Patreon supporters, because thanks to them, we can hear each other. That's true. Mm -hmm. Very nice. So, I hear you have fun stories to talk about and cool things happening here in Rochester. Yeah. uh, Yeah. We, uh, first of all, uh, if you don't know who I am, my name is Judah, and we run a show every Sunday from uh, 1 to 4. Uh, right here in this great station, Rochester Free Radio, Rock the Rock with you and Uncle Slosh. We've been just—we're happy to say we just celebrated about one year. Which episode fifty-four was our awesome. last yesterday's show. Nice, I love that. That's awesome. Absolutely, we've been doing great, great stuff. Uh, we we support local music as much as we can, obviously, and we love. Uh, bring in the bands, you know, and showing everybody past and present music from mm-hmm. our area. So, all good. And uh, a lot of good things happening. Yeah, uh, we've got the green light to uh, certainly host a uh, big show happening tomorrow night. Big show, huh? Yes. Really? The legendary Dockin is going to be coming in the town. They had to reschedule, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. They were originally supposed to come in on Saturday, and uh, they had snowed out in Virginia. Uh, they wouldn't be able to. They wouldn't be able to. F- fly or drive two hours and then uh, fly over just, uh, yeah. so they uh, they did a show yes last night in Boston and they said well let's just put you guys on for Tuesday night at the historic German house so, oh, great so we got the green light we, our show got the green light to uh, host the, the show so we'll be hosting the concert nice. definitely good stuff that's, that's pretty good a year and you're already hosting a pretty pretty good thing here I Sounds know it's pretty cool and I'm excited about Rochester Radio being able to be uh, exposed at that, too, as well. You know what I mean? Because it's a great station, and we need to get the word out about this awesome station here. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I, I'm a huge proponent. I've been uh, uh, trying to talk up as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I was telling someone the other day, I was driving down uh, Main Street, and you know now all the cars have those big displays in the dashboard giving no information except for, like, you know, what station you're on. Mm-hmm. And in the station, big biggest letters is 1063. And I'm like, I honked the horn and waved and, like, pointed. I realized he has no idea what I'm pointing at. <laughs> and he's like, "There's that, some guy thinks he's a very weird man, very excited about his dashboard, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So, 
but uh, I'm, I'm happy to see it's happening more and more people listening. So Yes, exactly. We're trying to get the word out about the station, about our show, about local music, uh, not just in our area, too. We got uh, uh, we play bands out of Buffalo, Syracuse, beyond. Uh, so, if, yeah, if you're out there listening and you uh, are an artist and want to get your music to us, we certainly will play it, certainly. Yeah. Now, how can they get hold of uh, the uh, uh, They can get uh, right here, uh, Rochford Radio, and uh, also uh, my uh, email me, uh, bjudo1 at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, friend the show on Rock the Rock with Jude and Uncle Slosh on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, become a fan, and you can always message us. Uh, we have several people that always send us some music. Uh, through uh, messaging there, so that's oh, perfect, a great way to do it. And we have some of the best listeners. I gotta say, this show is pretty cool, and mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough. I've helped out a couple of stage or shows here on there, and every single one has been great, excited listeners. Awesome. And I, I, I volunteered and worked with other other stations, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that usually complain and just a, a lot of squeaky wheels. Mm-hmm. I found listeners. The listeners for this station, and it's a testament to the shows we have on here, mm-hmm. uh, they are excited and happy to be part of the radio experience. Yeah. And it definitely shows. If I mean, like a year's worth of Rock the Rock is pretty darn good, and you've been pretty solid mixing music in there, too. I mean, Oh, yeah. Great. Oh yeah, we we uh, like I said, we'll play everything from uh, you know heavy. We'll go heavy once in a while, and we'll also go country music, uh, blues. It doesn't matter. Uh, solo artists, you know. Uh, we as long as got a good tune, right? Long yeah, as it, yeah, long yeah as you, exactly. Good, nice. uh, Justin Williams has been in a couple of times. Justin Williams, a singer songwriter. Yeah, he plays in bands, but he does a lot of singing and songwriting on his own. So. Uh, he's been on the show a few times, and and uh, we're going to have more. Oh, my God. This upcoming year, we'll have even more artists. Uh, oh, awesome. This Sunday, we'll have Steve Cohn. He's, he's been out in L.A. and out in our Arizona. Uh, he's a, a well-known guitar player in our area. He'll be on the show this coming Sunday. So nice. We're looking forward to having him. He does a lot of Christmas stuff, too, lately. So. Very fitting time, then, right? I guess. Yeah. Good so, but he, but he, he's also an extremely good guitar player, uh, and uh, that we'll be showing off some of his uh, skills uh, on the show. and. Definitely, always got a lot of good things going on, and like I said, I can't, I can't express enough. If you uh, want to get down there, there are tickets available for tomorrow's night's show at mm-hmm. uh, the Dockin Show at the historic German House. Uh, they're thirty-five dollars at the door, and you can get your tickets there certainly, and uh, go see the legendary Dockin. They haven't been not in our, our area for twenty years. Twenty years last wow. time right? they played our area. So, and what time does the show start? Uh, it starts at seven o'clock. Okay. Uh, seven. 30 would be the first band. Now, my band was going to play. I was, I'm was i in a band called Adrenaline, a mm-hmm. uh, local cover band. Uh, tribute band would Tribute band, it. yeah. Hard rock tribute band, definitely. Nice. And uh, we uh, yeah, definitely... We were going to play the show, but one of our guitar players went, unfortunately, not going to be able to make it out of Syracuse. Mm. Uh, he couldn't get out of work. We had to reschedule because of the whole <laughs> of rescheduling. rescheduling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, without being a full unit, it's tough. You can't just go up there and, you know, no, definitely want to be. I actually appreciate bands sometimes that were like, rather not do a show than try to force something in or not mm-hmm. give so a great performance. So we literally just about a few minutes ago, I had to tell Tommy that, and he's going to try to find another band, which won't be a burp. No, yeah. Who, you know, it's not going to be a problem finding a band to open up for Doc, and it was just <laughs> as much as easy was for us to say, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> nice. So the same thing will go that way, but we feel bad. But we're happy, we're excited to be able to host the show, and uh, Adrenaline is, it gives apologies. So if you're listening, you're a fan of the band Adrenaline, we do apologize. We are 
uh, bummed is, and uh, yeah, Lincoln out of Syracuse is extremely bummed because his boss would not let him get out of work a little mm. earlier than what we were anticipating. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want to jeopardize his job. It's a pretty good job. And oh, it's understandable. A house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to hustle yeah. nowadays. So yeah, it's, some, it's amazing it's how you know being able to do your fun things and do the work and the job yeah. sometimes don't match up so much. Exactly. So, exactly. But it seems, but it seems like you're going to be a great show either way. I mean, oh, this yeah. is. So um, 20 years, they, they haven't been in town for 20 years. Yeah, saying. Dockin hasn't been in, in the area in 20 years. Now, out of curiosity, did you see them when they were here 20 years ago? <laughs> um, I don't think, I think I missed them at that, at that point. I seen them about, uh, actually, to be honest with you, about 30 years ago. Here. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, where did they play 30 years ago? Uh, about That was in their prime time. And yeah. At the War Memorial, a couple times they played oh, wow. War Memorial back in the mid-80s or so. Now, uh, uh, the co-host, uh, Matt, was, we mm-hmm. first mentioned, the the band tonight mm-hmm. he uh chimes in and matt what's your uh your fun factoid you remembered so i i remembered nightmare on elm street three yes dream warriors the mm-hmm. theme yeah yes. right yes yeah. Love that one. yeah he pulled it that's what i love he's got a great head for facts oh, thank yeah. goodness thank goodness um but uh yeah so th- this is going to be a, a pretty pretty fun show now they uh, said they rescheduled they're going to said boston they're coming from boston going they, to boston? they played boston last night and they were already going to be in the area and again where they tried to uh, you know they certainly wanted to play they didn't want to cancel out coming up to rochester first time in a long time so mm-hmm. uh tommy uh, casarino it's his birthday ironically tomorrow and his show was put on because uh, it is tommy's birthday tommy casarino the don tommy the don casarino mm-hmm. um and uh yeah so they they definitely uh uh, they wanted to make it happen, you know, so they didn't want to cancel. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to make it happen, and they're going to play an awesome show. Uh, uh, there'll be two local openers, so we always support local music. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, From Blue Ruins is going to be on. Uh, Jay Palermo is a longtime guitar player in our area. Uh, he actually said, well, he'd come and play guitar for Adrenaline if we needed that to, to have us play. But, you know, when you bring a, a, strain, uh, a guitar player that we're not as used to, we don't, yeah, we're practice, we don't yeah, want yeah. any mm-hmm. uh, train wrecks on stage. You know, certainly we want that There's no fun for on. anyone. That, that's involved. No, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So, uh, But the, they are a great band from Blue Ruins. We had them on our show, uh, not this show, but the last show before this one. Uh, they're a great band. Oh, my God. They're uh, awesome musicians. And uh, they've been in the area for a long time and other projects that came together in this project. and. They're a great band. They're playing right before Doc and direct support right before. Uh, and again, I'm sure there'll be an opener before that that'll start up at 7.30. Uh, doors, I think, open at 7. And so, and Doc and hits the stage 9.15, 9.30 or so. Plays about, yeah, play about an hour and a half of good, good classic Doc and music. Oh, that's so. Yeah, it seems like they wouldn't want to miss out on Rochester. Rochester has always been a town that definitely loves its that you know that genre of music, just it does. metal, uh, rock. It does. It's it's. I, I had an uncle that, um, or my mom's great uncle, I guess technically, he's an older guy, but he was was a metalhead. He loved that sort of stuff, and. Uh, sure enough, like he knew of Rochester long before my mom mm-hmm. ever moved here because he came here for shows. Yeah. And like they lived in like Albany and stuff, and there would be some things here and there, but it literally would go from like New York, Boston, past the Capital District, mm-hmm. right to Rochester for some of these big shows. And yeah. he had some of the craziest friends I ever met. When I moved to Rochester, he's like, I have some friends for you to meet. They were all old school, like metalheads and oh, that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I, I definitely can see why they'd want to not want to miss out on Rochester's crowd. Exactly. Yeah. And they actually sold 400 tickets already. So it's not like, oh, yeah, so get great. there early, you know, if you want tickets, because, I mean, there's going to be a lot of walk-ups, too, as well. So, But uh, don't be afraid not to go. Don't let the weather scare you, either, because we're going to have snow, but we're used to snow. Yeah, we're I mean, watching. We, that's it's, no problem. It's, it's December. It's yeah. going to snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, All you can do is get a little early, get there. You can you, you even go downstairs to uh, Budapest, get 
yes. the beer first, there then go. go up. To, you don't have to rush to the place. Take some time, but Perfect definitely go there. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so congrats, by the way. I went back to your show, by the oh, way. Yeah, I've, sure. I've been wanting to have you on, actually. I know. I was, I was I'm sorry mess. Uncle Sash couldn't make it today. He's out in the Albion, and that's even more of a haul, and the weather's, you know, weather's a little bit out Well, tonight. how about you get you two come back on sometime in January? Matt and oh, I will yeah. figure a schedule out. You guys come on. We'd love to. I mean, Uncle Slosh. I have to interview a guy named Uncle Slosh. That's, you have to. He's classic. Man, I got to come Slosh up with a better name. <laughs> he's he, he is exactly what you would think Uncle Slosh is. <laughs> well, I've seen from windows. I, I stopped in Sundays here and there. I looked through this, and it's quite a quite a show to look in that window when you're walking in here. So I think people are missing Absolutely. out on the joys of radio. He's, he is who he is, man. And he, he doesn't pull any punches. But at the same time, you know, he's he, he knows us. He's got a great knowledge of music. And he's uh, he was one of the f- only ones uh, that was not a musician that was on Uncle Roger, who was a oh, yeah. big part of why we're, we do a local thing, because uh, uh, we watched or uh, listened to Uncle Roger for a number mm-hmm. of years from CMF, of course, and uh, Frank DeBlaze, which we're working to get Frank DeBlaze on our show. Oh, nice. It'd be an honor once I, we finally oh, get him on. That's going to be incredible. We wouldn't be where we are at without guys like that that had taken the torch and ran with it for a number of years. Oh, and then gosh, when yeah. when uh, when, uh, uh, when he lost his show, well... The, he decided in corporate radio decided mm-hmm. that you know we're going to go some different direction with that which happens way too much in corporate yes radio. reason uh, why i love rock for your radio exactly yeah. quality uh, stays here yeah frank uh, so we said you know we want to continue to do a show and we had the opportunity to do one on this uh this station and we were like yeah we already have an internet station on our own me and slosh mm-hmm. but uh that's another story yeah <laughs> there's something I mean, fun about broadcast though know that your voice yeah. is transmitting through the air you can just yeah. tune in any moment in time yeah. and your voice tunes and in a so. local uh, musician and, and artist uh, Deborah Magoni, uh, she has a show in all in all on the station, and uh, she put in a good word and said, "Hey, you got to get these two guys on the on the radio. They know a lot about local music, and they'd probably be entertaining to have." And I think we're mildly entertaining. <laughs> People haven't been throwing tomatoes at the window, so I guess uh, exactly. it's pretty good. They so. gave us an extra hour, and they haven't kicked us off. And you know, uh, they're telling us that people are listening. So hopefully they are. <laughs> I think so. We I never mean, know if we're int- even now. We don't know if it's just you and I talking to each other. Or... That's why I brought Matt in. That's so the beauty, another person. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just to have somebody bounce. Yeah. There yeah. could be a million people. There could be uh, two. <laughs> I've had the randomest folks message in. I think it's like yeah, maybe a couple people listening. And I had one show. My phone was buzzing off the hook mm-hmm. because I gave a Twitter handle, and people just were messaging it. Mm-hmm. And um, we had one guest that uh, came from, oh, I forget where it was. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. But I had people from the West Coast, uh, Atlanta, people all tuning in. I'm like, this is Rochester experience. I didn't think people on the other side of the you know country would message in and say that. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, I do have a listener. Matt just wrote in, says he does listen to your show on Sundays. Awesome. They listen to it. So we have at least one guy listening listens to both of us. <laughs> Maybe in a house with a station radio broke on one knob, but hey, at least it's us. Awesome. Well, um, <laughs> hey, we, we pre- again, that's what we're here for. We're happy uh, to bring that. Uh, again, we love to bring, like I said, we like to educate uh, everybody about what the old music that came out of Rochester and whether it be from the Invictas from the 60s, you know, mm-hmm. all the way up to stuff that's come out just, uh, you know, just yesterday, you know what I mean? So, it will play it all you know what i mean i love local flavor and yeah. there, they, there's been some i mean i've made friends with certain bands because i love their music so much just i kept mm-hmm. hanging around and it's amazing to be like realize that these talented people walk mm-hmm. the street with you mm-hmm. like yeah. you can bump into these people these have they're not just some random character from some other city yeah. they they are vested interest mm-hmm. in the city you love and, and they're trying to 
you know, make their music happen mm-hmm. here in their home. Yeah. So, and some of these awesome. classic bands we are good friends with too, as well. Uh, you know, uh, Uncle Slosh is good friends with uh, Jeff Costco, of course, uh, uh, who's a Rochester legend. Of yes, course, yeah. you know, and Cheater and all that. So, and we actually do a lot of things. We help promote his I Go. Uh, I can't help uh, but even give them a little plug. I Go Rochester is a great mm-hmm. uh, a replacement for free time, basically online free uh, mm-hmm. free time. Basically, nice. uh, people can go and, and uh, find out about what's going on around town. And that's something he started, uh, and him and Lisa started up. And uh, well, yeah, it's a great. That's a great. Another great vet, uh, way for people to find out about what's going on locally. We're going to start doing a similar thing in terms of a calendar. Mm-hmm. We'll start. Uh, so if bands want to give us their calendar or when they're going to play, we're going to certainly start giving out where people are playing around the city. Which is needed. There's and all kinds of music. That doesn't always have to be heavy metal or something like that. This is where all the metal bands are playing. No. Or all the bands are playing. Here's where you can go see and go out and check out some local music because, man, these people are... Uh, they, they, the, it's, it's a lot of... I'm a musician and I love do, creating original music too even though mostly what I do now is a cover thing because it goes over well. But at the same time, I love creating original music. I've done it before with the J.J. Lang band and a few other, a few other bands. Mm-hmm. Deborah Magonia, I played with her. So there's been a lot of bands that get the original flavor too as well, you know, so, and I love that. And I love that when uh, the creation, the creative part, you know, and I can always appreciate appreciate anybody who's created music because mm-hmm. it's not easy <laughs> oh no I, see, I'm a person I come from the visual art side of the world mm-hmm. and I realize like sometimes I like I used to teach painting classes and stuff and sometimes it's just you know like you said, practicing knowing mm-hmm. a song it's, it's awesome to create sometimes it's also fun to just to make music you don't yeah. have to create it's just playing a good thing and yeah. especially gelling with a band you're pretty good exactly it's mm-hmm. a pr- pretty magical thing to kind of have yeah to have a uh, to create music as a band you know mm-hmm. I mean to see songs come together or see a whole uh, a whole record come together is kind of cool mm-hmm. you know good stuff so um, we at the end uh, so coming up at the end of the hour actually so time has, has been yes. flying thanks for being on here oh, by yeah. the way thanks but we have uh, my show I always have a random trivia question mm-hmm. and okay. today's trivia question is relatively simple if you know the answer but the question was is in the 1980s how many people did Arthur Shawcross kill do you know offhand without Google searching so far, no one's messaged in. Everyone's like, I don't want a Google search. They had two yeah, people no. message in, they don't know. Do you know offhand? 28? No. Matt, do you have an answer, you think? I'm going to go with 11. You know what? This guy's really good, by the way. The answer actually is 11. Get out! <laughs> I want more. I want more. Like, he was like, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> So the Rock the Rock guy thinks is, you know, double the murder count here. <laughs> Noted. I guess I was. I guess uh, affected, yeah. Which, by the way, pretty metal. Yeah. Like, yeah. 28. Yeah. 28, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was going on, I, was, yeah. I was going on the mass killing spree. I know of Shawcross, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I thought What's it was right, a Everyone lot. knows him. It, it was just, I always have these big, long, convoluted trivia questions. I, and today, I'm, I'm not saying that that's, I mean, I'm not saying one should be, but I was expecting, I don't know. Oh, at least two more. dozen, you know, you can't get a two, you know, Baker's dozen at least, you know, that, you know, oh my gosh. Um, but, uh, so actually thanks for folks for listening in those, no one got the answer right tonight. And, uh, the goal, the thing is if people get the answer right, they get to join me for meatballs and beer at Skylark. They win. Oh, but when you guys come on, when you come on in say January, so mm-hmm. you and uncle yeah, slash, we will. well, I have a trivia question for you guys. Okay. And if you get it right, get to join me for meatballs and beer. Actually, you can join me anytime you want to, cause you're cool enough. 
but uh, I, I <laughs> you must that. be this cool to ride. That's <laughs> how that. Not works. really. I just hang around with cool that. people. <laughs> oh man! But uh, coming up at the end of the show, yes. I want to give a thanks to all the folks. Judah, thanks for being on. You can no listen problem. to your shows on Sundays at what time? One to four. One to Sunday. four. My co-host Matt Austin. We may think of a cool, awesome name for you at some point too. You're Matt right. Austin works. But. I, I can't beat Uncle Slot. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, yeah. bar has been set. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I want to give a thanks to my underwriters, to Air Rick Radio, mm-hmm. uh, Corey and Stacy. You guys are awesome. Uh, they uh, check out their stuff at airrecradio.com or tune in here on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, follow their Facebook page, actually. You can check out when they go live. They actually do a live video feed of it. It's cool to sit, watch them interact here in the studio as well. Uh, but you've been listening to uh, The Mind of Magnus here on 106.3 FM, uh, WRFC LP Roster. Uh, tomorrow night, the show's at uh, Dr. The you know, historic German house. Yeah. Yep. So, and 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Be there. Yeah. $35 tickets right at the door. And right. uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm going to I might try to walk over there maybe. Check it out. If I see anyone with a Roster Free Radio shirt on, I'll give you high fives and maybe some sort of prizes or something else. But if Woo-hoo. I see something, it'd be from The Mind of Magnus, I'll try to give some sort of good goodies there for them. Love that. Um, but check it out. Uh, Judah, thanks for coming on. Oh, and you, you'll be on again. I want to hear you. more about the shows. I want to hear more about the live stuff happening yeah, as well. Sorry I came on a little late. Was a little oh, you never need to apologize. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out everything about going on with the show. So a lot of things are going on. So busy night. Yeah, Got to hustle how it <laughs> yes. is. Oh, man. But thanks so much. Oh, and yeah. uh, thanks again for my uh, co-host for being in here. Actually, I'm going to drag him on more frequently. I loved having a good banter going on. And uh, thanks so much for checking out the show. You guys want to message me at any point in time, uh, mindofmagnus at gmail.com and uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter. Uh, Matt, your Twitter handle is? Matt Obscure. Matt Obscure. So check this out. Uh, let us know if you're listening. If you have ideas for a guest, a uh, someone else you want to have me ramble on with, let us know. We'll gladly have them on. And if not, have a good week. I will see you guys all next week.